Okay, folks, you've got in front of you a, uh, um, a um, uh, note-taking sheet here, and uh, we're in a series, we're in a series entitled Learning from Leaders, and we're looking at different leaders and learning from them, and oftentimes we're learning from a particular book that they wrote. And uh, the book that we're looking at today is called The Intangibles of Leadership, The Ten Qualities of Superior Executive Performance. And it's a book that is written by a Ph.D., and his name is Richard Davis. Now, we're going to go pretty fast, and you've got to listen really good and take some great notes. And, and we're, over the next number of months, we're going to look at a number of these qualities. And the first one we're going to look at is the quality is just called will, just the will to do something, grit, will, and that as this man did all this study through all these executive leaders, he found that one of the ten traits was that they had will. Now, successful, successful people tend to describe themselves as having a history of being lucky. They describe frequent episodes of good fortune that ultimately changed the course of their careers or unexpectedly kick-started their leadership trajectory. However, what they're describing really isn't luck, but it is will. Now, here's your definition. Having a strong will is a combination of seizing chance opportunities and having sufficient drive to capitalize on them. Having a strong will is when the combination of you seize chance opportunities and have sufficient drive to capitalize on them. On the front of your sheet, you've got a quote by uh, Louis Pasteur, and it says, chance favors a prepared mind. What he meant by that is that you must be prepared for luck to occur. Opportunities abound, but somebody's got to be ready to seize them when they arise. So it's not just a matter of, oh, you got lucky about this. It said the opportunity came and you seized it, and thus it looked like that you were lucky. The belief in one's luck is directly linked to one's motivation to succeed. The belief in one's luck is directly linked to one's motivation to succeed. Now, I'm going to give you three quotes from famous folks. Are you ready? Number one, genius is 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. Second, diligence is the mother of good luck, Benjamin Franklin. Three, luck is where opportunity meets preparation. Now, in all three of those quotes, what are you hearing? You're hearing luck isn't just that something falls in your lap. It means you've prepared, and then all of a sudden the opportunity comes, and then you follow through with it. It maintain, There's diligence involved, and there's hard work involved. So it's not just the fact that, oh, you just got lucky. No, there's some things that go into that in order for that luck to be there, all right? Uh, and the, second, the last comment on this is will is potency of influence. I just write that down. Will is a potency of influence. Those who have will, those who have grit are consistently able to assess situations. They figure out how those situations need to be shaped to achieve success, and then they leverage their strengths and those of others in their interests to execute the plan. So it's a potency of influence. You, you take your strengths, you take the strengths of others, you put it all together, you execute this plan. It's not that it just falls in your lap and then everything works out. So how do you know will when you see it? How do you know what this grit is, what this will is? How do you know when you see it? This is how you knew it. You ready? Number one, people who have will, they don't wait for things to happen. 
They don't wait for things to happen. Successful executives enable things to happen rather than wait for them to happen. They're frequently described as go-getters, burning with ambition, having engines that never stop, energizer bunnies never satisfied, not happy to rest on their laurels, always looking for a new way to improve, constantly innovating. They just don't wait for things to happen. So whenever you sit there and say, well, some of them are just kind of lucky. Listen, people that have got will are people that don't just sit around and wait for something to happen. They make things happen. Number two is they go the extra mile. They go the extra mile. The person who keeps on going until they cross the tape does so because he can't fathom the thought of not doing that. I mean, he's just going to go across the tape. They're going to finish the race. They can't say anything else different. Number three, they give it everything they have. A person with will gives everything that they have. Now, leaders with strong will will find reserves even when their tanks are empty. And then they will buoy the spirits of those on the team. They will inspire the team. Have you heard somebody say in that there was either a race or a ball game where he says he willed himself to the finish? He willed himself to the finish. You see, that means you give everything that you have. And that's what will is. I mean, I'm low on reserves, but I'm just going to keep on going. I remember the first marathon I ever ran was in Atlanta, Georgia. It was over 80 degrees, hottest day in their history of that particular day. They didn't have water for the first seven miles. And so as we're going through there, 25% of the people dropped out. But I kept going, and somebody asked me when I finally finished. They said, what were you thinking? I said, I only thought two thoughts. That is finish or funeral. That was it. I was, I was either going to die on the course or I was going to go through the finish line on there. I said, I've done too much training not to finish this puppy. And if it's a funeral, it'll be a happy day for the family. All right. Now, number four, number four, they find ways around obstacles. They find ways around obstacles. The extraordinary leader finds a way to identify obstacles. Then he pulls the team around them. They stay on the straight and narrow. They focus on the objective and they go reach it. Okay? They find ways around the obstacle. That's what will is. When you don't have that will or that grit, you see an obstacle and you just stop. But the person with will is just going to find their way around the obstacles. Number five, they resist short-term gain in deference to the big picture. They resist short-term gain in deference to the big picture. I read something in this book that I have been wanting to know for most of my life. Have you ever seen those studies that they do where they bring a child in and they put a piece of candy in front of them and they say, now, there's a piece of candy that you have right here and we're going to give you a choice. If you, I'm going to leave the room and I'm going to come back in a number of minutes. If you will keep that piece of candy on the table and it's still there when I get back, when I come back, I'm going to give you a second piece. But if you eat it, that's all you get. And they leave the room. And kids sit there and they stare at that candy. It's called the marshmallow study. It was done by Stanford University, and and they took four-year-olds. And they put them in there, and they sat them down, and they gave them one marshmallow. And they said, I'm going to be gone. And they left for 15 to 20 minutes, and they had a camera on them to see what the kids would do. Well, the third of them just picked it up and ate it right away. (laughs) You know? And some of you have identified your child on there. Another third of them waited you know, about five, eight, nine, ten minutes or so, and then they they gave in. But the other third waited until the person came back. It was like 15, 20 minutes, and they came back, and then they gave them that marshmallow. I always wondered, so what did all that test show? You're going to be amazed. Just the fact that you're here today, when you read this, you're going to be blown away, okay? It says, after many years, the children from the study were tracked down, and their life histories were recorded. 
A stark difference was reported between those who had been able to resist temptation years before and those who had not. The children who had eaten the marshmallow right away were more troubled, stubborn, indecisive, as well as less trusting and self-confident. They had a pattern of succumbing to temptations and impulses when the going got tough. As a result, they had a higher rate of divorce, lower job satisfaction and income, worse health, and more life hassles. Those who'd been able to delay gratification as children had very different life outcomes. They were more optimistic, self-motivated, and persistent when faced with obstacles. They had more successful marriages, higher incomes, and greater career satisfaction. They had better health and more fulfilling lives. It may seem shocking that a child's ability to resist a single extra marshmallow so powerfully corresponds to what their life may look like later on, but in fact, it's a testament to the remarkable power of will, the power of will. And so whether you're the kid that would have grabbed the marshmallow early or waited late, you still have a chance to sit there and say, you know what? You know what I need to do? I need to be the person that resists short-term gain, and I need to keep the big picture in mind because that will come back to pay dividends. That's how you spot will. And the last one is they produce and own outcomes. They produce and they own outcomes. People who have will, they point to both their successes and their failures with equal pride because in each case, they see a value and meaning in having made the attempts. Whenever you see someone that's got a lot of will, they got all kinds of stories. They got stories of success and they got stories of failure. And they will tell you, hey, this is how I dropped the ball. I tried this and it didn't work, but this is what I learned. And when you begin to see their path to success, it's not a straight, well-walked path, well-traveled path. It's a circuitous route that they took. And they had some successes, they had some failures along the way, but in the end, when they ended up here, their trajectory was higher than the one that just took the well-worn, safe path, okay? But they produced and they owned their own outcomes, both the things they failed at and the things they were good. You say, okay, Danny, I see all of that, but here's the question is, how do you get it? How do you get will and how do you get grit? I'll tell you how you get it. You get it through spam bites. If you eat those spam bites... And you eat a couple a day, I think that by the 1st of January, you'll, you'll have it. Okay, you got the will. Are you ready? Okay. But if you didn't win the spam bites, let me give you something else. You probably think that you can't get any luckier in life. You're either going to be lucky or you're going to be unlucky. Well, I've got some good news for you. You have the power to will events to happen whether you realize it or not. But it's not going to happen on its own. You've got to do some work on it. Now, on December 17th, there's a movie that's coming out that people are already buying tickets to. Do you have any idea what that is? Whoa, isn't that embarrassing that y'all know that? Uh, yeah, Star Wars. Everybody, yeah, Star Wars, Star Wars, December 17th. Well, in many ways, will is like the force in Star Wars. Luke Skywalker is able to move objects in space and make people think and act the way he wants them to do. Now, I'm not suggesting that you're going to be able to close your eyes and make things around your office rise up into the air or uh, mind meld your uh, boss to do what you want him to do. That would be a cool thing, but, but not to do that. And it says, but you do have the ability to make events turn out in your favor and have good things to come your way much more than you realize. You're a lot more in control of things that happen to you than you realize. You're not just sitting back waiting for luck to, to drop in your lap. There's some things you can do to control those events, okay? 
And this is how we do it. Number one, prepare for winds to occur. Prepare for winds to occur. To create will, you must do the necessary homework and make the right preparations for success. You've got to prepare for a win to occur. If you're doing a sales presentation, if you're doing a sales presentation, you really want it to be successful, what are you going to do? Well, when you put together your presentation, you're going to have your standard presentation, but you're going to uh, tailor it to that particular customer. You're going to learn about that particular person's business. You're going to begin to anticipate the questions that they ask and have an answer for them. You're going to anticipate the objections that they have.